0: This is Honest Homeopathy, where we are empowering mamas everywhere to care for their families. The information in this podcast is to be used for educational purposes only. The suggestions here should not replace the advice of your medical doctor. I am not a physician, nor am I prescribing or making health care decisions for you. Welcome back to Honest Homeopathy. It's great to be back with you and I hope you had a wonderful week and a very happy new year with your family and friends. I hope you have some great goals planned for 2022 and that you have the health and energy to accomplish all of them. I've personally been working on my goals. I still have a couple more that I want to try to Get written down for the new year, but I am just excited. I love the new year. It's one of my favorite times So today we are going to discuss another remedy as well as take an honest look at the homeopathy That I've been using in my home over the past week and I'll also share Another easy tip that you can implement in your life a remedy of the week is Ferrum phosph. so the Latin name for this remedy is Ferrum phosphoricum and the keywords to remember to associate with this remedy are blood loss and weakness. So, again, the keywords are blood loss and weakness. So, ferrum phosphorus is made from a mineral compound of phosphorus and iron. A lot of times people might refer to this sort of as the iron remedy. What might first come to your mind is that it is also one of the 12 cell salts so ferrum phos is number four in the cell salts they're each numbered and it usually comes in the 6x potency however uh, ferrum phos also comes in higher potencies. so i have a 200c potency in my homeopathy kit It also comes in 30s so it will vary according to which potency you need um, based on what symptoms you show but just so you know is also considered a cell salt as well as you might find it in your other homeopathy remedy kits this remedy is actually known to be a remedy to build strong blood cells so it helps to bring gentle restoration after blood loss so it might be you have an injury or there might be surgery some situation in which you've had blood loss so this is a good remedy to remember so I've personally used this remedy after my menstrual cycle when I was feeling sort of weak, and after several days of bleeding, this is a great remedy that is used for cases of anemia, as well as a remedy to remember for hemorrhages. So like I said, all of these things revolve around blood loss, which is the key word to remember. Even if there hasn't been a loss of blood, this is also a remedy to consider for weakness and fatigue. It's been known to help people with joints that are stiff and painful. So there are some other symptoms that this remedy can help as well. It can also be used as a cold remedy. So it, it actually helps with inflammation of the membranes of the eyes and nose, which are often associated with colds, obviously, and it can also help with sore throats. So the next time maybe you feel yourself coming down with a cold, maybe consider fair and false as your first go-to remedy to see if that helps alleviate those symptoms. This is also a remedy that can be used when there is congestion in the lungs. So oftentimes it's used specifically for bronchitis in young children, so it can help with that. Ferrum Foss is a remedy that I am currently using in my pregnancy cell salts protocol. So it's used during months two, five, six, and nine in the protocol that I'm doing. And like I said earlier, Ferrum Foss is known as the iron remedy and it also helps to build strong blood cells. So this remedy is used in this protocol because it helps oxygenate the blood and it helps a woman to keep her iron levels up naturally. So sometimes women use iron supplements during pregnancy because they might have low iron, but iron supplements can also cause constipation. So this is a way that you can supplement without having that negative side effect. So like I've talked about in previous episodes, oftentimes with homeopathy, the symptoms are very clear and they point to a specific remedy, which is what is really great and intricate about homeopathy is that you have to sort of pinpoint what remedy you need based on your symptoms. So for example, a lot of times we know if something comes on very suddenly, aconite might be the remedy of choice, or if... There is a red flush to the face and a very high fever. Maybe it's Belladonna. So oftentimes there'll be symptoms that match a remedy pretty accurately. With Ferrum Foss, however, it's sort of known as the remedy to use when there are quote unquote no clear symptoms. So there will be symptoms of course, but they aren't distinct enough and they're often sort of vague. So you can't really pinpoint and say, oh, this is obviously case for belladonna or this is obviously a time aconite might be needed so whenever those symptoms are vague like that this is a time when you would want to maybe consider ferrum foss. i definitely recommend having this remedy in a variety of potencies in your medicine cabinet so definitely have the cell salt but also have higher potencies as well because you might need those for different types of situations and symptoms now we are going to take a quick break and hear a message from our sponsor okay so we have taken some time to learn about our remedy of the week ferrum foss now we are going to take an honest look at the homeopathy i've been using in my home over the past week so like i said earlier i've continued to take my cell salts pregnancy protocol I'm about to enter my fifth month of pregnancy. So I will be changing that protocol slightly next month. So I'll be sure to update you on that. But overall, I'm really enjoying having this protocol. I really feel like this pregnancy protocol with the cell salts is really helping and adding to my pregnancy in a beneficial way. So I'll be sure to share more with you as I journey through this pregnancy. The other remedy that I used this week was Ignatia. So I'll actually be doing a full episode on this remedy in the next few weeks, but I will go ahead and share a little bit about it now since I actually needed it this week. So this past week, I had a couple of days when I just felt really off. So just really down and sort of sad and I had absolutely no reason to feel this way, which I feel like is the worst because whenever you can sort of pinpoint a reason why you're sad or something's upset you, it's easier. But when you have like everything in the world to be grateful for and you actually feel good, you're like, why do I feel this way? And I'm not sure if it came upon me because of a hormonal change in my pregnancy or because it was the end of the holiday season and there's just a lot of busyness but I knew I needed a little bit of help. So sometimes if I get out of my normal rhythm of eating healthy and exercising daily, this can affect my mental health. And this is something I've recognized about myself. So for two days, I took Ignatia. I just took one dose a day and I did it to help with the sadness that I was feeling. And after two doses I was feeling much more like myself and i was able to get back into my regular healthy rhythms and that's something that i love about homeopathy you take the remedy until you feel better and then you stop you know it's not something that i have to constantly take so i'm really thankful for homeopathy during times like these and the knowledge of homeopathy be to be able to help myself get back to feeling quote unquote normal whatever normal is but I really am thankful for just this gentle approach to being able to address certain symptoms that come up in regular normal life. So this week, instead of giving you like a DIY or a health tip, I'm actually gonna share more of a lifestyle philosophy. And I thought I would share it because it is the new year And in hopes of possibly inspiring some of you and encouraging you to possibly look at things a little differently in your life for 2022. So first of all, I need to give you a little bit of backstory before I go into what exactly I'm going to talk about today as this sort of philosophy that you could implement into your life. So about 10 years ago now, it's a little shy of 10 years I suffered from what I would believe to be a mental and emotional breakdown so I was never formally diagnosed but you know when you feel like you're going crazy (laughs) so I'm gonna say that's what it was my life uh, looked very different than it does now so back then I had pushed my body to the breaking point and eventually it broke It's something that people sort of joke about, like, you can only push your body so far, but I actually lived it. Um, I was busy nonstop, so I was working, going to college full-time. I got significantly less sleep than any person should get. I really wasn't paying attention to the food and other toxins that I was putting in and on my body through the products I was using. I was just living pretty much the normal, just go, go, go life that many people live. And it eventually caught up to me. So my breakdown involved having to leave my job that I'd been at for 10 years. I moved back home with my parents for a year. So at this time I was 27 years old. I was suffering from depression and anxiety like I'd never experienced before. So I had no idea what was wrong with me. There was so much just sadness. I cried all the time. I felt like I was having panic attacks. And honestly, I just, I didn't know what was wrong or how to fix it. So with time, I learned to care for myself spiritually, mentally, and physically. I'm very thankful for my mother who offered me so much guidance through this time and love and just support. And I came to realize that you can't push and push and push your body and expect it to function normally forever. I would definitely say it was one of the most pivotal times in my life. And it was a journey for me in learning so much more about how to naturally take care of myself from a physical standpoint. But along this journey, I also discovered and changed my philosophy on life. So it was during this time that I discovered minimalism, and that's what I want to talk to you guys about a little bit today and just sort of encourage you, if you've never heard about it, explain a little bit as to what it is. If you have heard about it and you've considered it, maybe give you a little bit of encouragement to move forward in your own life. So I began reading blogs, specifically one called Becoming Minimalist by Joshua Becker, And i'll include the link in the show notes so that you can check it out as well i still read it to this day it's wonderful but that was the first blog i read after i was somewhat coming out of my breakdown season or what i call my dark season and as i read about how himself and others had decreased the possessions in their homes and lives in order for them to really appreciate and live life it truly resonated with me because obviously during this season of my life where I was going through so much emotionally and physically, I knew I needed to make some changes and I was making some other changes and realized, you know, I needed to get more sleep and I needed to eat better and take care of my body. But I also realized like in this change for me, it didn't happen all at once. It's not like I went through and just gave away, you know, 90% of my things and I was a minimalist. (laughs) I actually began to just slowly eliminate possessions in my life, things that didn't add value and that I didn't need. I've continued this journey for the past 10 years and it has been transformative and it has been a life changer for me in so many ways. And please don't get me wrong, I still have things in my house (laughs) and it still looks like a home. But the things that I do have, I truly value and use. And having less things and possessions, it saves me and my family financially because I'm not constantly, you know, thinking, oh, I've got to go out and buy something new. It saves time in having to maintain all of the possessions that I own and clean, which goodness, as a mama, the less that I have to clean, the better. And it also creates a life of so much less stress. My husband and I were talking the other day just about how we feel so little stress in our marriage, in our life. And we're so thankful for that. And I'm thankful for my husband and how he too has bought into the philosophy of minimalism. And we hope to raise our children to believe strongly in minimalism, that it's more about the people in our lives and the experiences that we have together rather than the stuff. So, like I said earlier, Joshua Becker, the blogger of Becoming Minimalist, he offers this definition. Minimalism is the intentional promotion of the things that bring you joy and the removal of those that do not. I'm going to say that one more time because it's so good. Minimalism is the intentional promotion of the things that bring you joy and the removal of those that do not. This is the principle and philosophy that I've chosen to live by and this is not just a philosophy when it comes to your stuff this also involves your time and like when you look at your calendar is there free space is your calendar so full of commitments that you just jump from one thing to the next so this philosophy is something that applies to every area of my life and it can apply to yours as well If you have been having a desire to simplify your life, I feel like after the holidays is such a great time to start. So usually our homes have been bombarded with lots of things during the past month and the new year. is a great time to just start fresh and to get rid of things old and new. So obviously, I can personally not stop people from giving me gifts, but I have tried to encourage alternatives such as maybe experiences they could give, or consumable items, such as like food items, which are great gifts. However, there are still items that make it into our home. And I've learned to not feel bad if getting rid of them is the best choice for me and my family. So I encourage you to start in a small space. Maybe it's your closet. Maybe it's a junk drawer. We all have a junk drawer in our home and begin looking for things that you can donate or sell. But start removing things that don't add value and joy to your life and to your home. If you are looking for some inspiration, or maybe this is your first time hearing about minimalism, there is a great documentary by two guys known as The Minimalists. It is called Less Is Now, and I will include the link for that trailer in the show notes. I think it's currently still on Netflix. I'm not positive about that, but I know you can get it off their website. I was actually really fortunate to be featured in this documentary and share part of my story. It came out about a year ago. I don't encourage you to watch it just because I'm in it, but because it really is inspiring and it gives you really practical advice on how to begin the minimizing process in your life, and your home, and how you can get started. So again, I'll include the link for that information in the show notes if you'd like to check that out. It really is amazing to me how this philosophy of my life pairs so well with homeopathy. So although homeopathy is complex, there is also a simplicity about it. And even though getting rid of our possessions might seem like an overwhelming and complex task initially, once you begin, just like with homeopathy, it's quite healing. I want to say thank you to all of my listeners for tuning in to today's podcast. And I want to say thank you to everyone who faithfully listens every week. I appreciate you so much please be sure to listen to next week's podcast we will be having a guest speaker on um, actually a certified homeopath who works with children so I'm really excited to have her on and have her share more of what she is doing and also about a wonderful event that her and another doctor are working on together. So please be sure to tune in for that. If you have any questions about this podcast or you'd like to share your own homeopathy story or maybe a minimalism story, I would love to hear it. Also, if you're interested in possibly being a guest on a future episode, please feel free to reach out to me at honesthomeopathypodcast at gmail.com. Again, that email is honesthomeopathypodcast at gmail.com. Also, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review my podcast. This is how we get the message of homeopathy out into the world. Just a quick recap of today's show. Our remedy of the week is Ferrum and False, and the keywords to remember are blood loss and weakness. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. This is Honest Homeopathy. Thank you for listening. Mama's everywhere. I hope you feel empowered to care for your family. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave a review. We have a new podcast coming out every Monday to help you on your journey of homeopathy. I'll see you next time.